0: I think what happened to me too is on my 30th birthday, a buddy of mine I used to work with gave me a cookie Mm -hmm. and it was one of these things where you're supposed to like cut it up like a pizza and probably cut it up into 10 Mm -hmm. and I ate the whole cookie (laughs) and I almost felt like I was going to die. Oh, okay. Like I couldn't breathe. I was laying on the floor of my house. Like it was, (laughs) Nicole's like, do I need to take you to the emergency room? i'm like i can't go to the emergency room for being too high oh my god dude yeah what are they gonna do that'd
1: be so embarrassing
0: you go to the emergency room for being too high and what do they do they put a friday the movie friday on for you (laughs) and just give you like a a soda pop (laughs) (laughs) there's really nothing they can do Welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 305 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, and we tell hilarious, relatable stories. I mean, who can't relate to overdoing it, Eddie? (laughs) To tying one on. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I, I would say most people.
0: I've got a story about that. Oh, yeah? Okay. This week, and and all sorts of stuff. Who can't relate to experimenting with drugs? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's
1: that's part of most people's adolescence.
0: <laughs> you know what's cool is now that weed is pretty much becoming legal everywhere, people can sort of talk more openly yeah. about stuff like that. Like, over the weekend i ate an edible (laughs) okay and i can talk a little bit about that
1: i'd love to hear about it whereas
0: maybe i don't know i mean we live in california the greatest state (laughs) in the universe it's pretty nice so i don't think there's been a stigma here per se um but then every once in a while i hear about a place that does drug testing Mm -hmm. and it makes me think they're hella backwards
1: yeah you know, but I like I know places like even ad agencies who have federal clients. Sure. And client like when you have clients like that, you have to buy it by federal law. So. So what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're based in a state where mm-hmm. it's legal, I would say sorry. Yes. Sorry.
0: And why can't you smoke weed at home? Yeah. That would be like having an alcohol test.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would have
0: a job. <laughs> Nobody would have a job.
1: I know a couple people that would have a job.
0: Losers. <laughs> And or even a caffeine test, like imagine, yeah, if you worked at a place and they said, Oh, we're a dry company, Eddie. Yeah, you know, you can't, and you'd say, Oh, sir, I would never drink on the job. I, what kind of animal am I? Even on a Friday, sir, I understand if we go out for pizza, Diet Coke right here. This guy's getting a (laughs) Diet Coke. Sorry, all you have is Pepsi, fine, Diet Pepsi, I'll have a Pepsi. Uh, and he said, No, 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 you don't understand, Eddie. You can't even drink at home <laughs> when you work for this company. I would not take that job.
1: No, yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. What
0: about on the weekend, sir? Can I <laughs> crack a cold one with the boys on the
1: weekend? If it's my birthday, maybe. No,
0: you can't because we have federal clients, or what do <laughs> you say? Uh, but you're right. Every once in a while, yeah, we just we're not quite there yet.
1: No, well, Canada is. Yeah, it's nationally legalized there.
0: God, and not only do they do that, but then they gave uh, what's the word i'm looking for where they let a lot of people off out of jail yeah yeah. they they all millions of dollars of the fines they you know overturned and Mm -hmm. stuff because that's the thing like the ultimate irony in america is now that weed is becoming super legal and people are starting to make millions and millions of dollars on it there's people in jail yeah for selling weed like how can we reconcile that fact that if on monday weed is legal on Tuesday, those guys are still going to be in jail. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be letting them out?
1: That's true. Uh, Yeah, I never even thought of that. It's insane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: I mean, what if murder became legal? (laughs) We'd have to let the murderers out. Yeah. It would be very hypocritical of us, especially because, you know, most of the people disproportionately are minorities. Mm -hmm. And now it's probably undisproportionately non-minorities making all this money, all these old, rich, white dicks. (laughs) Even, like, who's the guy It was, like, a Secretary of State or an Attorney General? A guy in an administration, maybe Bush's administration, mm-hmm. went after marijuana hard. And now he's, like, on the board of a medicinal marijuana company. Oh, no way. <laughs> Dude, it's just about money, man. Yeah,
2: totally.
0: I went out and had a beer with a buddy of mine who I find and think is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he, I've known him for years, and he never told me this. And we're having a beer... And he said, hey, I'm going to tell you something that I believe. Okay. And when someone says that. Just out of nowhere? We're having beers. Okay. Which, Like I said, boys cracking a cold <laughs> one on like a, thir- a Friday night. Okay. And I thought, when someone says something to you like that, hey, I want to tell you something, but you promise you can't judge me. Yeah. Like, I immediately thought he wanted to fuck my wife or something. <laughs> or he wanted to say, hey, we swing. Just want to put that out there. And boy, that's a gamble. Yeah. Like, even if you do do that. That's cool, man. Like good for you. Mm-hmm. but how do you proposition somebody to say like look, my wife and I find you and your wife very attractive. Yeah, let's do this. I think you, you what you do is you probably have a dinner party and get hella drunk. yeah, and then see what's up.
1: Even then though, I feel like you can't you're, there's no coming back from that. Once you put mm-hmm. that out there, like you've become that couple in that right you know, in those people's heads. Right. So you better be pretty damn sure that they're into it or else you potentially have lost a friendship or. Sure. Yeah.
0: Or maybe your friends were kids too. Like it could really have a chilling effect. It would be almost no different from coming on to a person of the same sex who might not be gay Mm -hmm. and just like, if you throw it out there, it would change your relationship only because you would see them. They think of you differently. Yeah. And not that it's good or bad anyway. Like, yeah, if you're a swinger, that's dope. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Like, I just couldn't see another guy fuck my wife.
1: I'm too jealous, dude. Yeah. No,
0: I, I just couldn't handle that. I'm a baby, I guess, or a pussy, maybe. Uh, maybe I just love my wife too much. And
1: I wouldn't even get mad at the guy. I'd be mad at her. I'd be like, you going to let this guy fuck <laughs> right. you? Really? How could you? God damn it. Get it, bro, but whatever. We'll finish.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're fucking in there, man. I'll slurp the cum out or something. But, I mean, like, I'm not okay with this. I'm not a cook. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, I assume that's where my mind went. Yeah. And it didn't at all. He had some political thing. And then I thought, oh, great. Now he's going to tell me he's, you know, a Trump guy yeah. or something. And it was, that's like apparently that's the worst thing, right? <laughs> um, but no, but he said he doesn't think anything's real. You know, he thinks the entire government, uh, the army, the military, it's all. And he's not like a deep state guy or like mm. a shadow government guy, but just said it's all controlled by money. And there's just like a handful of people who put you know, like, like voting, for instance, mm-hmm. nobody, do we really know that voting is fair and real? Yeah. And we, we, we do our little scantrons and we put it in the mail and we put our stupid sticker on and then you put a picture of you on Instagram mm-hmm. saying like, go vote, everybody vote, which, you know, like we talked about is just a thinly veiled way of saying only for voting Democrat though. Yeah. Like, you know, don't vote if you're a Republican. Um, but how do we even really know?
1: Yeah, I mean, even even like the the voter fraud and all of these things Mm -hmm. could be a cover up for and just so people think that it's still an important process, right? When in actuality, it's it doesn't mean anything. They're just like, yeah, we're in an outrage that there's voter fraud because it's so important, guys. This is real, totally. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, there's and think about like there's how
0: many voting offices in America, thousands. Mm -hmm. I mean, Facebook just got hacked. Google gets hacked. These companies. Where the entirety of their livelihood is based on security, even they're getting hacked. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me when a bunch of blue hairs who are at a, a an elementary school getting seventy dollars a day to run these voting things? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it's a it's a phony weird system that we all just give a lot of trust to. Mm-hmm. So his whole point was just that you know Trump was put in the office to cause chaos. All this stuff. You know, like if you're buying stuff on Amazon, like the FBI owns Amazon was something that he was talking about. Um, because surveillance
1: is he like Alex Jones? No, not at all, not at all. Okay,
0: and but it makes a lot of sense because the government to surveil us think about like with Amazon, the data that they have on you, oh, yeah, what you buy. Not to mention, of course, there's a microphone in all of our houses, Mm -hmm. which is you know and pretty soon there'll be a video camera aka facebook's portal yeah think about how long it took for us to be okay with having a microphone on in our house Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day it probably took six years i mean when did the alexa come out i
1: feel like like it's still not as widely adopted as like people would hope to be because strictly because of the privacy reason sure like same thing like google just came out with their smart products Mm -hmm. and people are like why didn't they put a camera on that and they're like Strictly because of privacy, like less right. people are going to buy this if we have a camera on there that they think can watch them 24-7. Mm-hmm.
0: For now. For now. But I think that'll change.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: I think we, as we give up more and more of our privacy, first it's like Facebook privacy mm-hmm. and just the notion of, like, I still have friends on Facebook who refer to their kids as, like, number one and A or, oh, like, really? with nicknames. Yeah. It's like, dude, are you
1: serious? Nobody
0: gives a shit what your stupid kid's name is. <laughs> Um, is there, so and that they and they can't
1: figure it out just because you're not the one saying that shit. I like, <laughs> it's
0: bizarre. Yeah. Um. But anyhow, but yeah, right. Well, pretty soon there'll be a camera in our house. And see what Facebook should have done with their camera. Said, "Yo, the camera's free. Yeah, it's not two hundred bucks. The camera's free." And then just every hour, there's an ad. Mm. And people be like, "Great," because if I'm not going to pay for it, then McDonald's will pay. Yeah. To have the golden arches in my house, whatever, Eddie. I don't know what the point of this is. I was going to talk about drugs. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Yes. Over the weekend, every year I do this fun thing with my family where we go camping mm. at a RV park, which is not like a trailer park. You know, this is not like "quote unquote" trailer trash. Mm. You've been there. Yes. It's a nice, paved, clean place where people pull in an RV. They have electricity. You can dump your turds that have been collecting in your RV. And you kind of relax. There's a pool. So we go, we trick or treat. And look, it's two, three weeks before Halloween. Mm-hmm. It feels very naughty. It feels very yeah. hackish. It would almost be like, like what we do with Christmas, mm-hmm. where we have our own family Christmas a week before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it feels very special. And this is how this is, too. So it's a great weekend. Yes. But the thing is, like I said, two things happened. Okay. One, I'm a cool guy, Eddie. I'm not a peer pressure guy. Like nobody can really like force me to drink. Mm-hmm. I over drink on my own. <laughs> and if anyone said to me like, yo man, you want to hit this or eat this? And if I said no, we're old enough too. Or they're not going to be like,
3: ah, you pussy. Yeah, totally.
0: Um, so a friend of mine was like, hey, you want a, you want a gummy? You want edible? Mm-hmm. And... It was in like a beautiful tin, had like a cool label on it. Like I feel like you know, like free, single batch, right? Like a thing, like an artisanal yes. CBD oil. And like I think like three or four years ago, if someone said, "Hey, you want a gummy?" You'd say yes, and they'd pull some ragtag Ziploc bag yeah. out of their pocket with some nasty gummy, like, like a tissue. It's all like linty. Like Seriously, what the fuck is this? you'd say, "Where did you get this?" Yeah, I'd be like ah, oh, my friend Big Hooch on the corner. Where'd he get it from? I don't know, man like what's in it nobody knew like now you're like well it's like a five milligram it's a, yeah this It's a, that like it's super highly dosed that then you just it would be like a, a wish oh yeah well it's
1: regulated now by the government like right. there's certain regulations that you have to
0: completely yeah so i thought like yo i haven't eaten an edible in a long time because i don't like the way it makes me feel mm. every time i've ever done it i i don't like it and, and like an idiot i thought you know what Let me try it again. (laughs) Maybe this will be the time. And maybe if I eat an edible and that's it, I'll feel good. But I seem to only eat it when I'm already like five beers deep.
1: So your logic was, I'm five beers deep.
0: Right. No logic.
1: I'm going to take this edible and walk around being surrounded by little kids (laughs) in costumes.
0: Well, it was the day before the quote unquote Halloween thing. It was kind of like a more laid back, sit by the fire night. And I thought, like, you know what, I'll kick it up a notch. Mm -hmm. It's like 3 p.m. too, you know? (laughs) It's 3 p.m. on a Friday. How long is a five milligram gonna last on a 200 pound man? An hour? (laughs) Maybe two? And it did last about that long. (laughs) And man, once it kicked in, I felt all the stereotypical feelings you get when you get high and you're like, oh my God, everyone knows I'm high. And I felt my heart was beating fast. And I felt like such a baby that I ate this tiny little fucking, I don't know, one milligram something. And it got me, dude. Did, like, was it
1: noticeable? Like, did Nicole say no, anything? nobody. Nobody. Okay.
0: I looked in the mirror. I looked fine. I was talking to people. I later told Nicole I ate one. She's like, oh, you seemed fine. But in my head, I thought, like, I was yeah. just out of my mind. So I don't know. I, I really want to i'm a man that likes to enjoy life Mm -hmm. and experiment with stuff but i think i gotta seriously check edibles (laughs) off my list like i just don't think i can get down with it
1: yeah i don't like the last time i took an edible was a while ago but i I don't take edibles or use them because they don't affect me that's crazy i feel like i've never gotten high off of an edible that's
0: crazy yeah well, no, it, don't be that guy who's like, well, then I need to take one that's stronger." No,
1: I'm just like, I don't want to waste this stuff. So, right. yeah, there's no need for me to take it.
0: I think what happened to me, too, is on my 30th birthday, a buddy of mine I used to work with gave me a cookie. Mm-hmm. And it was one of these things where you're supposed to like cut it up like a pizza and probably cut it up into 10. Mm-hmm. And I ate the whole cookie <laughs> and I almost felt like I was going to die. Oh, OK. Like I couldn't breathe. I was laying on the floor of my house. Like it was <laughs> Nicole's like, do I need to take you to the emergency room? I'm like, I, I can't go to the emergency room for being too high. Oh, my like, God, dude. Yeah, What are they going to do? That would be so embarrassing. They're, you go to the emergency room for being too high, and what do they do? They put uh, Friday, the movie Friday on for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just give you like a, a soda pop. Like, there's really nothing they can do yeah. for you. There's a vending dope. machine. That would have that been very expensive. They'd be like, here's a pack of M&Ms, <laughs> and that's going to be $1,000 yeah. for you to watch Friday. Just chill out for a sec. <laughs> um, so, no, I didn't do that. But I almost think like, what if that messed up my whole weed trajectory that like Mm -hmm. fucked me up for edibles
1: so let me give it another try (laughs) and i did and it didn't work out so how long are you going to give it until you try it again this weekend (laughs) i don't know
0: uh i'll probably try it again
1: we should do it on a show you should (laughs) we should
0: i feel like i'd get all freaked out though and i would be nervous about like is this funny is this stupid
2: yeah i don't know i feel like that's how we are you're probably right general. all
0: right well maybe one of these weeks we'll, we'll eat an edible and and see what's up uh then the next night so here's what happens when i go camping like this their thing about this is everyone is super festive like every trailer and i know we've talked about this in the show before one year i talked about on the show uh, i did a beer bong with a couple mm. and they were throwing the eye my way you were there too, I think. Didn't you do a beer bong with them?
1: No, I don't think I don't think I did.
0: This was like three or four years ago. Okay. I, I went to them and they were like a pretty good look. They were like mid to late thirties, athletic. And I did a beer bong with them. I never met him before. And the guy said something, damn it, about his wife being good looking. Maybe there's maybe there's code words in this world. Probably. Where they can right? say something like, My wife's pretty hot, isn't she? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you imagine
1: imagine what her pussy tastes like right? oh man Am I right buddy
0: she can suck a dick <laughs> let me tell you uh maybe, maybe that's how you know um but it, it's a whole scene and this is way of me saying the shots mm-hmm. like there's jello shots there's people are just handing out shots some people go to great lengths like somebody made a life-size operation machine operation game mm-hmm. you know the operation game with a man laying on his back with the mm-hmm. red nose and you're pulling out water on the knee and the wishbone and the whatever yeah they made a life-size version of it and as you pull them out when you buzz it mm-hmm. whatever on the back of let's say the wishbone it had a it would say like urine or amniotic fluid and you'd go up to this desk <laughs> and there were shots it'd be like this is a urine shot and of course it was like malibu
1: and probably a little bit of and urine. maybe
0: a little bit of piss. <laughs> uh, it was just really well done mm-hmm. so everyone's feeling very festive And for anyone that's camped, it's very hard to not, like, you wake up and you have, like, Bailey's and coffee or Mm -hmm. something. Then you have a mimosa. Then you have a Bloody Mary. And then you're just drinking all day. Yeah. And then this, at the nighttime hits, and you're taking all these shots, dude, (laughs) your boy was hurting. (laughs) I did something I haven't done in just as long as taking an edible. Okay. Barfed. Pute. did you really it's okay so listen so i took all these shots and these shots too were like sweet shots fireball wow, that's the worst. yeah and so dude, it's like eight o'clock <laughs> and i'm as <laughs> drunk as i should. You should a normal person should be at like two yeah and i go back to my trailer and i actually feel okay like I'm, I'm i still have my wits about me i'm not blacked out okay i remember all this and i get in the trailer and my stomach just feels like it's gonna burst and nicole's like you should go in the bathroom and try to throw up and I said, I can't do that. Like, what am I like? Am well, I gonna stick my fingers in my in my mouth? Yeah, dude. Like, th- th- I. The it's called a ninja
1: I- puke. All right, that's when you disappear, throw some fingers down, and then get back to the party, man.
0: Well, I didn't even have to put my fingers in there. I went and I <laughs> stood over the toilet, and I just opened my mouth, and it was just like whoosh. Came out, oh, and then I felt like a million bucks. Yeah. A ninja puke. I've never heard of You've that. You've never
1: heard of a ninja puke? I haven't. Yeah, dude. I had a friend, he, we'd be like talking in a group, and you would like see it on his face that uh-huh. he's just wasted. Like his eyes rolling back in his head. He's like, you know, like shifting back and forth. Yeah. And then he would just literally like turn his head while talking in the middle of a group, mm-hmm. stick fingers down, like puke to the side, wow. and then come back, and like no one would ever notice. And we're like, what happened, dude? He's like, oh, you just ninja puke, man. I feel great. Jeez. I'm like, All right, dude.
0: What a soldier! Yeah, I had to go in the bathroom, and I was I was hiding. <laughs> I didn't want anyone to see. I was embarrassed. Yeah, and then I just went to bed, and then I woke up the next day, and I felt great. Awesome. It was a lot of fun, though. My mom came. Yes, and my sister came with her children, and you know I know in the show a lot of what we do is I share these like inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. Man, it must be genetic, because <laughs> my mom, my mom's favorite thing to do. Is to make my wife and me uncomfortable talking about how, how my dad have sex all the time, and she's even, she's like, "Oh, your dad, your dad's on this new medication," and whew, let me tell you, I said, "Mom, please, you don't have to tell me." She's like, "What? What? What?" I'm not saying that like it's, you know he, it makes him last so long, like he, and, and I'm like, "Mom, are you are you kidding me?" And it, it so, yes, yeah, so that's where I get it from, my mom being gross. Too. How
1: does your sister react when your mom talks about like Oh, that? she's like, oh, come on, <laughs> come on.
0: Um, and I have to laugh. Um, I just don't want to think about my dad's big, uh, <laughs> thick, veiny cock yeah. and his horn level. And it makes my, my wife especially freaked out. Oh, sure. So I kept saying to my mom, like, hey, what's dad's horn level right now, do you think? <laughs> and Nicole would just be, you know... <laughs> freaking out about my dad's horn level yeah which is high to my dad is you know i don't know 65 and just th- ripping it still and my mom too which is cool i guess but also kind of like <laughs> you go girl gross. but yeah you know it looks if i'm in my mid 60s or early 60s and mm-hmm. just still you know tapping nicole's ass Great. I
1: can't imagine she'd be into it still. No,
0: Nicole. Heck no. Yeah.
1: She's like, bro, we're already past that stage. Oh
0: no, no. She likes having sex now, but I feel like once she hits like 50, she's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 we're done with that. Yeah. We've like moved on. From we got to water the plants. Right? <laughs> we gotta, oh my God. These fucking plants, Eddie. <laughs> if my wife could spend a quarter of the time on me, she spends on these plants. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, oh. The other thing that happened is I have two huge fears when I camp okay and I have, a, I have a trailer that i pull with my car and it's a big thing mm-hmm. and you do have to do some look it's not like hooking up a mac truck mm-hmm. but i do have to do a few you know manly whatever hookup things and i have this huge fear that i'm going to be unhooking it from my car And that motherfucker is just going to roll away. (laughs) And there's going to be like five toddlers who are for some reason playing this game where they're all laying on the ground, you know, head to head. And my trailer's just going to go, and just, (laughs) and their heads are going to explode like a red pumpkin.
1: They're like looking at the, at the clouds. Yeah. That's what they're (laughs) playing.
0: Like, oh, look, dad, there's a giraffe. (laughs) And then their head
1: crushed
0: by my trailer. And it backs into, you know, a toddler's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm serious. Like it's a huge fear of mine. My other fear is when you have a trailer, like I joked about the turds, mm-hmm. you know, there's a toilet in there and there's a huge container. And I remember when I was a kid and I saw the movie, uh, Christmas vacation
2: mm-hmm.
0: where there's a scene where the cousin Eddie, mm-hmm. they pull up in like a Winnebago or something and he's dumping all of the shit from the trailer <laughs> just into the sewer. Because the shitter's full, man. shitter's full, <laughs> and so he's dumping that toxic methane poop stuff mm. right into an open sewer, which is, that's like a storm drain. Yeah. That's for rain, <laughs> not for fucking turds. It probably goes right to like a, like here in our neighborhood, those drains go right out to the wet space behind our house. Yeah. There ain't no human shit like in there. Nature, a like a nature area. <laughs> so anyhow... At, at, a, at a trailer park or anywhere you camp, a lot of times there's dumping stations mm-hmm. which are like closed sewer lines and you hook up a hose from your trailer to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm also terrified that after four days of my beer poop, you know, my wife's shits, the pisses, something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure enough, it didn't happen to me. Okay. <laughs> but another guy we're camping with his that you knew? That I knew. Oh no! Right behind my trailer, he was dumping it out, and Eddie, I don't even want to tell you.
1: Oh my god! There's fucking
0: turds, man. There were turds. There was toilet paper. It oh, was all it's over so the nasty, campground. Dude. It splashed, and it was like, pfft, like shooting piss and everywhere. Was he
2: like, oh my god?
0: Yes. <laughs> did he freak? The fuck he freaked out. <laughs> out, and he's like screaming for his wife to come out. <laughs> she comes running out of the trailer, and what do you think the first thing she did was? what i took a picture <laughs> and said you fucking idiot how could you do this it's like
1: biohazard how do you fuck up like what did he did he, he connect it? i don't think
0: exactly i don't think he had the hose like oh, clicked man. in enough and once it hits because dude it's like gallons yeah of piss and poop come flying out of this thing and it just and just popped off
1: oh my god
0: yeah i can't even and he was covered in it
1: so, did, like, did he have to hose himself? Hose himself down?
0: Yeah, and he also had to like take a rubber glove and pick up the turds oh off my the ground. Oh so <laughs> gross! Dude. I know, because if not, he would have been fined. Oh my god! And yeah, and then you know he didn't tell the the people obviously because they would have. I don't know how. How do you even get rid of that? You yeah, like, you can't just hose. I guess you could just hose it away, but into <sighs> what? Anyhow. So now I'm especially scared. Yeah. Because it can happen. Clearly. <laughs> so I need to be on my best behavior.
1: You've got to teach like the boys how to do it. So <laughs> No way. So they can take take the hit. I can't delegate
0: that to them. <laughs> can you imagine they would mess that up so fast? Yeah. Or what they would do is they would probably like half dump and just be like, oh yeah, it's done. And then I wouldn't realize. And then like a few months would go by with all these turds just like yeah. <laughs> hanging out in my trailer. That's a dad job. Oh, man. I finally let them start cutting the grass. Mm -hmm. That was a big step. We'll start there. How are they doing? They're doing pretty good. Okay. They're doing pretty good. Edging, too? I'm edging. Oh, okay. I'm edging. I'm trying not to (laughs) come, you know, when I have sex with my wife, so I'm edging. Oh, you mean edging the lawn?
1: No, that's precisely what I was talking about. That, too? That's that's all part of the same thing, right? I hope they're not
0: edging. (laughs) I keep waiting. Yeah. Uh, oh, mind, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about Evan, my 12 year old oh, okay. son. Okay. Um, because Nicole's still convinced that him and his friends are going to listen to it and they're going to razz him <laughs> if his dad talks about his pubes.
1: Well, so, you know, in, in today's day and age, maybe our, our kids need a little razzing.
0: I just think they don't care. Yeah. They get razzed enough. In fact, my son Evan was telling me someone was razzing him at school, kind of bullying him. And so then I bullied Evan. And I said, <laughs> What? How could you let him do that to you? You stand like it wasn't even physical.
1: Why are you being a punk ass
0: bitch, y'all? Dude, it was such a. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> he may have a friend who listens at school, and then he's gonna really razz him hard. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. All right, moving on. You know what everyone else? What everyone's talking about right now? What's that? This lottery. Yes. Right now in America, the lottery is what one point five billion dollars. $1.6 or seven,
1: I think. Now. One
0: point six, which comes out to I think if you you can take a lump sum mm-hmm. which is something like they give you just 700 million bucks it's what was it
1: like before taxes it's 904
0: before taxes is
1: 904 mil- million. million yeah almost a billion uh-huh and then something like i think depending on the state you live in like 40% tax Whew. yeah wow so
0: or i think it's something like 40 million a year for x years yeah which normally they say take the lump, mm-hmm. but boy, I don't know, 40 million a year. yeah, still. <laughs> I don't know. I, what would you take?
1: I would <laughs> probably take the lump. Yeah? But, I mean, yeah, 40 million a year is, is plenty.
0: It is. And so, it's, it's plenty. Yeah. And so, I was talking to my wife, and I want to ask you these questions, too. Okay. The thing is, you know, and the, there's statistics, six ways to Sunday the lottery is a scam. Mm-hmm. It's like a completely, it's perpetrated against poor people. You know, it's, the, the, the places where you buy lottery tickets are typically from convenience stores, mm-hmm. which are disproportionately in lower income areas, which more often than not happen to be minority areas. Like it's, it's they're preying on poor people, mm-hmm. like the lottery as a whole. Yeah. And I read all these statistics before the show about how, like people who make under $10,000 a year, under $10,000 a year, Mm -hmm. they still, those people spend 10% of their income on the lottery because they just see it as that's the only way they can get out. Yeah. Is by, I'm going to win the lottery. And these people, they're not playing the lottery, like for fun, like us, like right now we're like, oh, let's go. We're going to go to the liquor store and we're going to buy a lottery ticket to win all this money. Yeah. And then you and me are driving to the store and we're fantasizing about, oh man, we're going to buy a house. And like, it's not, we're not buying lottery tickets as a means to survive. Mm-hmm. Like that's what these people are doing. It's its kind of sad and disgusting. Yeah. That it even exists. Um, but anyways, so there's that. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Um, on the other hand, though. Boy, it would be fun to win, Eddie. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is what we love to do, right? We like to say first we're gonna buy a car, mm-hmm. and then girl, I'm gonna take you around the world. <laughs> um, but there's nothing. So I said, that, but but it, but also statistically, people that win the lottery, they lose the money, they get robbed, they they're miserable, they're depressed. Because yeah. think about it: a, you probably already maybe you're not so great with money which is why you're already spending hundreds of dollars a year on lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge shock that you end up pissing that money away. Um, but B, just think about your family, yeah. your friends. Could you ever make a new friend again and you not worry that they're only your friend because you have $900 million? It kind of sounds miserable.
1: You'd probably just have to hang out with other rich people at that right. point and just like hang out with Brad Pitt. I mean, hey, okay. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah, I'm down for that. You
0: could be, you'd probably be my only friend. Probably. And even in the back of my mind, sometimes I'd look at you and <laughs> I'd see you driving, you were driving that Ferrari I bought you. And I'd say,
1: driving is- you around in, in, in around. a Ferrari you own. Right. And I'm your chauffeur now.
0: We still do, you know, we'd still do. You the- make me
1: call you Mr. Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mr. Dan, not Mr. Fields. Yeah. Mr. Dan. Yeah. Or you call me uncle now too, <laughs> just like your kids. <laughs> I'm Uncle Dan, do you know? <laughs> eddie uh no could you imagine too we still did the podcast and now i have so much money that i can do i can flat out do media buys like (laughs) like like a real super bowl like a super bowl (laughs) spot like i could buy a super bowl spot for our podcast (laughs) because how much does that cost five million bucks yeah which is nothing i'd be like fuck it i'm gonna take two yeah all right and i'm buying half the stadium out (laughs) it's just gonna be eddie and i sitting there (laughs) Live streaming the show, like imagine the stupid stuff you could do. Oh my god, so much stupid stuff. My my, my kids, the first thing they said was, could you imagine how much V Bucks we would buy?" <laughs> Which is the money in Fortnite.
1: You can buy the Fortnite Studio. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy the entire thing, and maybe just shut it
0: down. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's a lot of money. I, you know what I saw today was a sweepstakes, and it was you you could win twelve months of Popeye's Chicken. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's my dream. Huge. Fuck the lottery. That's what I want.
0: Well, you know I love to read the fine print on stuff like that. <laughs> How much is that a prize package worth to Popeyes?
1: So twelve months.
0: Twelve months of chicken.
1: You are probably allowed like a two piece every day.
0: Not. it wasn't even that. Really? It was like a cup like once or twice a week. Oh really? It was three hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> okay. That was the prize. Fuck that then that's how much of a gift card it was or yeah. something so just imagine you could buy a franchise you could buy a popeyes franchise and just roll in there here comes uncle dan <laughs> that's what all my employees <laughs> call me at the popeyes too it's uncle dan uh even Pop- your mom has a Even my mom <laughs> it's just uncle dan uh does everyone know what popeyes is it's a great fit chicken
1: yeah it's fried chicken great fried um, chicken louisiana
0: louisiana i think better than kfc oh yeah personally yeah uh okay so What I was talking to my wife about, though, is because she said, I wouldn't want to win. I feel like it would ruin our life. It would ruin our life, Danny. (laughs) What would we do with all that money? What would we would have to move? People, how could we trust anyone? You know, our family be coming out of the woodwork. And she said she thinks 10 million bucks is the perfect amount of money to win because it's life changing, but not so much that like, You'd be badgered for the rest of your life. You'd pay off your house. You'd go on a trip. Your kids could go to college. Mm-hmm. And you'd have like a great cushion the rest of your life. You'd still work. Yeah. You wouldn't quit your job. And I think she has a point. I think 10 million bucks would be a great amount of money. Oh, boy, that was a lot. <laughs> sorry. It uh, would be a great amount of money. Uh, to win. Do you agree or disagree with that?
1: No, I totally agree. I was actually having the same conversation uh, with Kristen, my wife, Mm -hmm. and my sister and her husband. They were in town this weekend. Yes, your beautiful Um, sister. (laughs) I'm so sad I missed her. Um, But yeah, we were talking like it's so much money. Like if you won that, number one, you're automatically terrified that someone's going to try to kill you for your ticket or something like that. That too. Um, And California, where we live, is a state where you can't claim your prize anonymously like you have to put your name public that's so terrible. people are going to be looking like they're going to be we're going to get a ton of hits on the show if one of right. us wins seriously because um, they're going to be finding like on facebook taking all our pictures down and right. putting that shit everywhere right um so yeah i would yeah 10 million sounds i would want a little bit more than 10 million though if, if we're taking <laughs> taxes into account
0: okay i'm saying take home take home so say it's 15 million you're taking home 10 okay don't, be, don't get all taxi mean, yeah. with me here. Just pretend and you are not. And I don't ten...
1: want to get greedy. Yeah, ten million. mil. Like, even, dude, even 100,000 would be fine. That's not life-changing, though. It's not. But it's it, for a couple months, it might be. Right. You're gonna but be. you're not going like, <laughs> to quit your job. No, definitely not.
0: Come running in your, your boss's office. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm out.
1: But, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, like, instantly. I yeah. feel like I need to automatically, immediately hire, like, security. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, like, I can't go back to my house. People are going to be fucking scoping that shit out. Like, oh, crazy. nonstop. Yeah, so you'd have to go on vacation somewhere where nobody knows you. Right. Or um,
0: move, or it just sounds like more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. In a weird way. And you're right, you'd be on the news. Yeah.
1: You Ugh. would need to get all your shit in order before you claim that shit. Like, you need to get lawyers. and Right advisors because i don't know how the fuck to handle yes that like not even just the money but just just the exposure right yeah it'd be terrible yeah
0: so hopefully we win because so, that would we'll be see. tight uh, then what i would like to do too i have this list you know how like in game of thrones aria has that list she recites every night before she goes to bed of people yeah. she wants to kill <laughs> i have my own list of that of people where if i ever become wildly rich or famous That I just think are just idiots. Okay. Professionally that I work with. There's about five people that I think are just rude and stupid.
1: And you'd have them killed?
0: And (laughs) I would kill them with my bare hands. (laughs) But I would just, I relish the fact, I I really want to be able to say to them, like, you're a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks you are and you're disrespectful and go to hell. Yeah. Or I want to be in a place where I now have 1.6 billion dollars. And they're like, Dan, 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 baby, baby, (laughs) baby, baby, what's up? And I can say, you were always a shithead. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying these people are mean to me. I'm just saying these are people I do business with and I have to be cordial with them. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my head, I know they're trash. (laughs) And I want to be able to tell them once I don't have to rely on them for business.
1: See, I I would love to like go to like, like a hospital or something. And be like, I'm paying all your your medical bills, totally. everyone in this hospital. Yes, like for life. What like if you have cancer, I'm mm-hmm. paying all your fucking bills.
0: That's a really good point. Yes, doing good stuff like that. Yeah, that was another thing my wife said. Charity, immediately giving a bunch of money to you know a bunch of uh, bleeding heart liberals <laughs> so they can flip the house.
1: Yeah, take it back. But I want like an Oprah moment where i have just you know what I'm saying. Oh, like, like I walk you into get a, a car, college you get a and car. I'm like everyone's tuition's paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be such a baller fucking move. But but, but then it's like, it would be like a drug. It would, and then I'm just squandering my money away. Well,
0: that's the other thing about people in this article I read about a lot of people that buy lottery tickets have a gambling addiction mm-hmm. because think about the kinds of lottery tickets there are. There's the Powerball, which is this big, huge one. That's actually not the one that most of these people play. Mm-hmm. Most of them play the ones That there's a winner like every day twice a day yeah or the scratch tickets which are instant hits yeah like that's like an instant gambling gratification of oh my god i'm scratching am i gonna win am i going oh i lost i'm gonna try again and then the powerball one is kind of like a pedestrian stupid game that Mm. you know cornholes like you and i play (laughs) whatever anyways enough about that (laughs) enough about that um i had a note here to talk about louis ck he's back in the news for jerking off in front of people mm-hmm. let's save that for next week okay because we got voicemails we got questions we're already deep in the show and and uh, i want to get to these voicemails for sure um you know who would never jerk off in front of somebody <laughs> my boy sly from bzrk <laughs> audio you know i take that back you know what if his girl was into that like, I think that's totally cool. Like one time my wife asked me to jerk off in front of her okay. and I hated it. <laughs> I hated every moment of it. Was she into it? No. Or was she just like, all right, that was
1: s- stupid. <laughs> no, she
0: was kind of like, well, we'll lay in bed and we can like make out mm-hmm. and you just like jerk yourself off and <laughs> you can like come on my legs or something. And just, I don't know. Like I, I, I want to like be intimate with you, yeah, but I don't feel like having sex. I'm not going to suck your dick. So like, you just shaved, so your face is real soft. So let's kiss, and you can do, I was like, "Can you jerk me off?" I was like, "No, nah, you jerk yourself." Off. <laughs> it wasn't like like I you think. You got it. I think Louis C.K.'s move was he'd be like, "You go sit in the corner, and I'm gonna lay in the bed, on my back, and I'm just gonna jerk off this big Louis C.K. dick, <laughs> and just like blow a load into his like red hairy pubic chest." So you think he laid down to do it? Well, is that the story? Okay, so Sarah Silverman was on Howard Stern this week or okay. last week, and she talked about. I'm going to mess this up. I forgot. Like either they dated and that was like his thing. Like he's just really into jerking off in front of girls. Okay. And you know, his whole thing this whole time has been, he asked these women their, their consent. Mm -hmm. Hey, is this cool? But their point was like, how am I going to say no? Yeah. Like he was my boss. He's a, he's a powerful, famous guy. There's there's a whole dynamic here. And clearly you don't do this because it's sexy. This is like a move that you want to lord over a woman's head, yeah, even if she says she's into it. And and look, if you're a girl who's at home listening and this is something you're into, please write me an email. Oh, yeah, send me a voicemail. Like, I'm dying to truly hear of a woman who just loves to see guys are so nasty. (laughs) Why do you want to see some fat, hairy guy,
1: especially jerking jerking off? off? Yeah, like it's no, nobody jerks off like elegantly or or gracefully,
0: no. Maybe in gay porn, there's something like that. Like, if you're a gay dude, maybe you like seeing dudes jerk off. Cool. Yeah. But every gay porn I've ever seen, they have like six packs. And they're like, you know, unbelievably handsome. Mm-hmm. We're talking about just like fat schlubs <laughs> who jerking. And not even like bears. Yeah. Whatever. Like, so I guess he, he'd like to lay on his back. Um, not BZRK, though. If you ask Sly... <laughs> He might His girl might like, or guy, I, mean, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, he's got great speakers. Great speakers. Uh, mids, lows, highs. Tweeters. Everything VZRK. Um, consenting is important for him, okay? <laughs> All right. Let's do a couple of voicemails, Eddie, and we'll get out of here. Oh, this is a great voicemail. All right. This is from a, a listener named Garrett. It's got two things in it. We'll talk about both of them. Spoiler alert. Half of it is about I'll Be Sure. And, uh, and here we go.
4: Hey, Dan and Eddie, this is Garrett from Phoenix, uh, just calling in, um, been listening to the show for about three years, Uh, got two quick observations. Um, First, uh, I observed, uh, and I know Dan is a man of data, that uh, a lot of your listenership, at least the ones that call in and leave voice messages, are, uh, are black, African American, and I'm black too, so I can say that. And uh, I wondered, you know, Dan, um, what do you think the uh, the cause of that is? Why why do you think there's so many uh, African American listeners in the SIF Show family? Um, I think you guys are funny, but uh, I don't know. I don't. It's some, there's a, there's a, It's got to be a reason. Uh, secondly, um, my second observation is that uh, I was looking at a listicle today, one of those Buzzfeed or some kind of thing about. Uh, Rappers who were born rich, and uh, The uh, I found out that Albie Shore's son, Dan's favorite artist, Albie Shure's son, uh, was adopted by Puff Daddy. Apparently, Albie Shure had a baby with this model lady that uh, Puff Daddy was also seeing, you know, at some point in time, and uh, he adopted their child. Anyway, that was mind blowing to me. I had no idea that Albie Shore's son was Puff Daddy's adopted son. That shit's crazy. Or as Kanye would say, that shit cray. Uh, Dan, I'm sure you must have known this as Albie Shore's number one fan, but why didn't you let the rest of us know? Because this is fucking uh, information that we should all be privy to. All right, love the show. Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet. Talk to you guys soon.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: Thank you for that, Garrett. Let's do the easy one first.
0: Okay. So he's 100% right. I'll be sure. Yeah. Albert sure. <laughs> he had a baby with a woman and her name was like Kate something or other okay and but at the same time she was dating sean puff daddy combs
1: what daddy what like year do you know like what uh
0: i think in like
1: the 90s or something so when albie was popping
0: somewhat popping okay somewhat popping and maybe when puff daddy wasn't super Mm popping because it wasn't when did he really blow up when biggie so like 95 late yeah later 94 so albie's a star who's sort of maybe declining mm-hmm. gets this woman pregnant. Then she starts dating Puff daddy.' I'll be sure completely abandons the kid. He completely estranged, takes off. He names the kid Quincy after his mentor, Quincy Jones. ok. So this kid's name is Quincy Brown. I think is what I' sure. I think his last name. I think his name's Albert Brown. That's okay. what Al B Albert okay. Brown. sure. Gotcha. And so this kid, it, so and so, what ends up happening is in like the year two thousand or mm-hmm. two thousand four or something, Albie sure is going to release this record that I talked about on last week's show. Yeah, where he's playing in your box when it's late at night, mm-hmm. and his son writes a letter and says, "Yo, by the way, my dad, who I consider my dad, who's raised me, as Puff Daddy. My real dad is Albie sure, and he's a deadbeat." And he's a piece of shit. Huh. So I have this letter here that he wrote, that he posted about his dad. Okay. All right. Listen, goes, and
1: this was a couple of years ago?
0: This is like 2004 2000, okay. or something like that. Uh, Albert Brown, also known as Albie sure, is my biological father. But Sean Combs, also known as Diddy, has been a father figure in my life for as long as I can remember. Sean Combs is the person who I look up to and appreciate as a father. He is the one who helped mold me into the person I am today, and I will always try to live up to his expectations. And it goes on. (laughs) I mean, it's like the absence of my father has given me a better understanding of what type of man I want to be. Like, all this stuff puts Al Sure wow. on blast. Deservedly so. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it, and you know, maybe Al's been a listener of the show, mm-hmm. which is why he's never come after us for using his theme song, <laughs> and he's just sitting at home right now pissed at us. <laughs> These motherfuckers turned on me. I mean, really, like, just... Uh, right now, we're finally going to get that season desist <laughs> that we've been dying to get for years, but there is good news. Okay. They reconciled. Okay. And not only did they reconcile, but his son, Albert Combs, you know, he took Combs, his last name Mm -hmm. in the industry is Combs, which is a smart move, Mm -hmm. because if his name was Albert Brown, nobody would give a (laughs) shit about him. Albert Combs releases a track called... Wait,
1: I thought it was Quincy.
0: I'm sorry, Quincy. Uh, My bad. Thank you. Quincy Combs. Quincy Combs. Okay. Fucking me up here, Eddie. (laughs) Quincy Combs releases a track called... I Can Tell You, and it's like a remix of Night and Day featuring his dad, and it's trash.
1: Oh, really?
0: It sucks. The video of it, it's got every rap cliche. When did that come out? Like 2016,
1: 15. No way. Google
0: it. It's called I Can Tell You" by Quincy Combs. And even though it's got that perfect hook Mm -hmm. that I love so much and beat, it's just not... It's almost like a scientist was like, let's make a cool track with this thing. <laughs> okay. It doesn't work for me. Oh, it's disappointing. It's it's sad. And it's true. I didn't know this about Al. <sighs> and there you go.
1: So you can't call yourself a fan, number one, because you didn't know this about him. Rose-colored glasses. <laughs> number you know? two, he's a deadbeat, so you can't be a fan anymore. <laughs> Are you yeah. also still a fan of Bill Cosby, my friend?
0: He did nothing <laughs> wrong, Eddie. Uh, but you know what? at least they reconciled <laughs> and look, if you're going to have a step pop pop, let it be puff daddy. Oh yeah. You know, what did he call him when he was growing up? Puff?
1: <laughs> no, daddy.
0: Daddy, just daddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the first part of his question is, I mean, look, I've thought the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Like I really do get a very disproportionate number of voicemails and emails from seemingly black people. Mm-hmm. And I, which I just think is amazing. Like it blows my mind. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you what it was. Like, what is it about our show? Look, I'm white as hell. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) you're, you're not black. No, I'm not. You know, so we're not like speaking on that level. And I asked them, I said, well, you tell me, Mm -hmm. you know, do you listen to other shows? And he does. He listens to other shows that are more like two dope Queens. Okay. Black guy who tips like, you know, understandably, but he's like, but your show's one of my favorites, and I just feel like you're real, and you and Eddie don't
1: hold back, and you're authentic, and I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we have, like, a universal, I don't want to necessarily say, like, st- type of humor. But, I agree. Um, yeah, I think we're very, just normal people, mm-hmm. um, relatable people. Sure. Um, regardless of... You know, race or even age, I guess. I would agree with all that. Um, So, yeah. I mean, I think as long as we're just, like you said, authentic and Mm -hmm. not trying to put up a front. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that.
0: Maybe that resonates, though, because in a lot of hip-hop and—I don't know how to—how am I going to say this? (laughs) I'm going to sound like (laughs) racist, and I'm going to lose—everybody who's (laughs) in this show. But I just (laughs) think— Well, I just mean in hip-hop especially and in any quote-unquote— um, black culture, being mm-hmm. authentic and being real is important mm-hmm. and that's what we are. And so maybe we just resonate cause there's no bullshit. Yeah. But And, and it's funny to think that what, with like dumb white people that doesn't <laughs> resonate too. Like they'd rather <laughs> have some like fake idiot over here. Yeah. Um, white people love like entrepreneur podcasts, <laughs> which are just, you know, idiots talking to idiots. Yeah. <laughs> When I got this question, I was like, "How can I talk about this without sounding like an But I get it, I really do. And if you are a listener at home of any minority, and and you wonder why you listen to the show, send me some data, <laughs> send us a voicemail or a question. Um, but we really do appreciate it. And and for whatever reason, um, it means a lot to me though that yeah that any group of people. Uh, would listen to us so thank you yeah thank you yes. all right let's do another voicemail real quick uh our boy josh is back oh shit fantasy football update uh i think in this point i'm four and two and no no, no. four and five and two and four and three i think there's been seven games
1: yeah, I think I'm like I think I'm like two and five and maybe maybe one and six. <laughs> not the hottest year for you. Not a good year. Like dude, all my players like got hurt. I don't yeah. know. It's fucking hard, man.
0: Dude, it's tough because I look at guys like Sean, the guy who won last year, and Lisa, uh, a woman who's it's like the commissioner of like five fantasy football yeah. leagues. They're not even doing so hot. But now's the time of year where you really gotta dig in. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Look, if you play in our league or if you play in your own don't give up, uh, keep working, and Josh sent in a voicemail. Okay. He sent us in one, so let me play this, and, and then we'll
5: get out of here.
4: Hello, la, la, la.
5: Dan, Eddie, I'm back. I'm sure you all missed me. Hey, I ate a gummy, had a glass of wine, so you're welcome for all this. Sorry for my absence. I was living the dad life, going to soccer and football games. Uh, English, Paul, that's football and football Americano. Dan and Eddie, I can live a happy life knowing that I dominated you two in fantasy. I prefer that fantasy to be in our bedroom, but I'll take whatever ass beating I can get. Can we all agree that American football is so fucking entertaining? Fuck the politics, fuck kneeling, fuck left or right. These young men are providing an entertainment that is raw, natural, and cannot be faked. This sport brings millions across the globe together, similar or different, red or blue, black or white. We need to unify, come together, vote. Never thought I'd say that. My observations for fantasy, these trade offers that have been going on, we can do much better, guys. Come on. I'm always open, and always listening. Become strong. Dan, your team's eye. Stick with a kid? Eddie, I get it. You played with a round football that is white and black. No pigskin.
0: Huh?
5: Better luck next time. Derek, 67 points. You suck. Set your line up. All right. Here's my unresearched, total gut feeling, and way too early fantasy advice on players that the professionals aren't really talking about. Edo Smith, Atlanta Falcons, splitting carries with Tevin Coleman. He's quick, he's explosive, and he's on a high-powered offense. I like him moving forward. Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, the Raiders, Marshawn Lynch is hurt. They traded Cooper. They need weapons. I like Rashard better in the long run in a PPR. Uh, Wide receiver, Dante Moncrief, Jaguars. 14 targets. He's healthy now. Keelan Cole, number 84, is taking all the double teams. For a one-week only play for defense, I like Miami versus Houston. Podcast players, set your lineups. Don't be that guy. If you're going to be that guy. Dan's only going to fantasize about you at his next hotel stay. Uh, I think that's cutting wet. Just saying. <laughs> You're welcome.
3: Deuces.
0: It's cutting moist, first of all, <clears throat> not wet. And more, first of all, Derek in our league,
2: mm-hmm.
0: D- he didn't even set his lineup. <laughs> like, that's a cardinal sin. He had no quarterback, he had injured people i'm putting you on blast yeah bro and I'm disappointed josh's uh feedback was you i'm supposed to like find them or do something so anybody in in whatever league you are in go ahead and do that <laughs> thank you for the advice uh, go ahead and rewind and anyone can pick up those players mm-hmm. the one thing i will say though is you're 100 percent wrong you should be kneeling and <laughs> <laughs> you know uh no football is is divisive and and stupid and um so pretty much every that entire part i I disagree with okay everything else is perfect (laughs) um and and so there uh and there's that all right eddie that's it okay we're not even doing questions this week the show's over god damn it uh the one thing i did think we could do for the back half of the podcast was i could do a movie review of a star is born okay in the shadow <laughs> have you seen this movie yet no i haven't it's a real treat
1: is it i heard it was good everyone who's, good. who's seen it has told me it's good
0: it's one of these movies where i now that you've heard the uh praise of it it's very hard to go into it i think and not expect it to like change your life mm-hmm. it's not but what it is is it's just a really good movie of a guy and bradley cooper does a really good job actually singing mm-hmm. and lady gaga is is a great actress in it. I can't imagine anyone else doing that role because she sings her her heart out. Yeah, in it. Uh, Isn't it a remake? It's been remade three times. Yeah, meaning this is the fourth time this has been a movie, which is bizarre. Yeah, to say the least. The last time it was made with Barbara Streisand, mm. which I feel like has some serious. Um, lady gaga vibes too yeah in terms of being like an unnatural beauty like they shouldn't they talk about lady gaga's nose for probably 50 percent of the movie oh really they should have called it a nose is born (laughs) or a star is a nose like i'm not even kidding it's like a running joke in the movie that she has like a big jewish nose okay (laughs) seriously it's it's almost uncomfortable it's not cute it's weird and then when I was camping with my sister, I spoiled the entire movie for her because <laughs> I thought it was a remake. So I said a couple things and she said, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I said, oh, I thought you saw the original one with Bar- or the whatever remake of I Streisand. So be careful. Mm-hmm. And it is a good movie. Definitely a real treat. Go see it. And the one thing which is really fun that I haven't experienced the movie in a long time is you go and see the movie and it's cool. And I remember walking out and I felt like, Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. And the more I thought about it, the more I I thought, well, you know what, actually that was really good. And then the soundtrack, where I'm really trying hard to think of a movie where when you listen to the soundtrack, it's truly like experiencing the movie again. Mm -hmm. Like it's pound for pound, like the first scene. I mean, there's 10 songs in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And the movie really does have like lots of changes happen. And the songs change. It starts off with like rock and roll songs and then the Lady Gaga songs. And now that I've listened to the soundtrack like 40 times with my wife in my house, the movie's like, it's very, I think people are going to just really love this. It's going to become <laughs> like a cult hit, dare I say. Okay. I'm not as big into it as our good friend Dylan Shuck. Oh, is he super that into That guy. Fuck. <laughs> almost had to unfriend him block him <laughs> he's obsessed with this movie i've never seen another person really it's very out of character for him but it really resonated with him okay so go see it it's definitely a real treat check it out yeah all right eddie uh so this week uh what do we know uh, leave us a review i don't know we still got merch up uh you can send us in save for the contact if you have a question save for the show at gmail.com you know i appreciated that josh sent us a voicemail from his spaceship <laughs> i don't know where he recorded yeah, that was thing like, is that
1: a cb radio what's going on
0: it's I, I told him he has an android phone but i think it's an actual robot <laughs> that he like talks into its ear and it just it came out odd so yeah but <laughs> thank you still for sending that in if you do want to send us a voicemail the best way is to record it Locally on your phone, and then email us. Save for the show at gmail.com. For this week, for our sistery, our friend Amanda Hug and Kiss, this is from episode 76. Oh, wow. So a real deep cut. He titled it Chapped Nips, which <laughs> I'm sure is about my big nips. <laughs> I have larger nips for a man, Eddie. I'm not afraid to admit it. They're,
1: they're there. I got tiny nips. Ah, you're lucky.
0: <laughs> you know, everybody wants what they don't have. I know, right? My sister had curly hair, and damn it, she wanted straight hair. I just want those tiny Asian nips <laughs> that you got over there. The grass is greener, man. God damn it. Uh, so, this is probably about, I think maybe I went for a run, and they get hard <laughs> and they get jabbed. Uh, I've never been that guy, though. Like, I used to run uh, like 5Ks in marathons. Mm-hmm. I never was that guy who, when they cross the finish line, was just blood <laughs> coming off the nip naps that's terrible oh that's good thank god all right so that's playing and that's it otherwise this has been episode 305 i've saved for the show dan and eddie thank you so much for listening and we'll see you
3: soon makes you but the
6: one thing about new york which was terrible was it was ungodly cold so yeah. fucking cold it was 20 degrees and everyone who if anyone listening who lives in new york or chicago or whatever is going to say you're such a bitch you're a northern <laughs> california bitch you're right i live in a climate that's different yeah i can't just switch climates and my body be like all right what's up you know i'm cool with this plus i really didn't have the clothes for it
2: That's I mean your problem
6: that's my hundred percent my problem everyone in new york their scarf, hat, mitten game is on point. <laughs> I and mean, they have these coats that are made to sustain the wind. And yeah. I don't, I don't have any shit like that. <laughs> I have my little jacket, and I just walked around New York like this, like a little cold man. My nipples were, I think, hard for <laughs> four days.
1: Were you wearing that sheer see-through shirt you always wear? I was. Okay. So that was why I was cold, too.
6: <laughs> and my nipples just got so chased on it. I'm not kidding, dude. Like, my nipples were so fucking hard. <laughs> That for so long that the tips almost got like a little tiny callus on them. I had to come home and I showed him to Nicole and after she laughed at me, I had to put like some lotion on my yeah. nips. Like a woman. I mean, I think I, I think I probably have larger nipples than a normal dude, which sucks. I don't have man boobs or anything. But as a guy having sort of effeminate nips, that's not cool.
1: No. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I took some heat for those nips
6: growing up. And you know, oh, you know what the worst part is? One of my sons has them. The other one doesn't. Ooh. Yeah. Evan's got great nips. Great nipples on that kid. But Grant, my younger boy, yeah.
1: Have they noticed the difference? No. Oh, okay.
6: Yeah, I can't. I don't want that. It's
1: going to be a tough talk. It is. Can we talk a little bit more about your nipples? Sure. Are they... Uh, are they do, do they protrude out long? No, or? no, no. Okay. They're, they're,
6: it's just they're 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 not that crazy.
1: Because I knew a kid in high school um, in my gym class who had super long nipples, mm-hmm. like you could hang towels or like hang, oh my God. Hang hanger on them. And we used to call him nipplies, believe it or not. Because huh. his nipples were just incredible.
6: That's sad. Yeah. Mine aren't even if that's a ten, mine are a, a two. Okay. Compared to that.
1: But he ran like a beautiful gazelle. Really? Like his his stride was amazing. He had to make up for <laughs> yeah.
6: having crazy, crazy nips somehow. <laughs> but I my nips are not that crazy. Okay. So don't worry. Just curious. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be curious. <laughs> You've probably seen them. they like slammed yeah, together. Yeah, totally. Into the back rubs. <laughs> post-show back rub. The generation that
3: barely knows what homages. Fighting flows and rhymes. Man, they on some straight garbage. originality is key and I won't be a part of it. Not much real left in the game. Short dotted shit. Been known to kill the game. That's why I had a scholarship. Been lethal with the words out of this world. Awesome carnage It's levels to the game. Keep your mode on default. Never change in any settings. Stay grounded like ass. People selling out for riches just to get an applause. Instead of standing for something different, critical cost. I'm going to talk about the shit that people choose to ignore. Because these people just flexing. They ain't even trying to rap no more. You can never leave behind what got you through the struggle or what got you through the grind. It's on the rise through the store and I can feel it. It's slowly coming back to the core of good music. Back when legends were spitting, the shit was different. It wasn't debates if the bars were action written. Around a boomerang, a figure eight, a sonic boomer, eight And anything we make is great, making classics eight times eight. Subliminal shots that we take is like the game that came out on the system around 1998. The greatness that we emulate is Kobe wearing number eight. If we communicate what's real, then we gon' be straight. It's inevitable to happen like a natural disaster. Mo is coming back. But it couldn't come any faster, the complexity with my patterns. Man, I'm on another planet, running circles around these actors. I'm the ringmaster of Saturn. If you ain't with the trends, then you become unpopular. Bunch of copyright copycats, worse than copious. My friend, no one's ever hot with the blogs and the gossipers. I'm old school, I stay on point like a pencil sharpener. If they're pimpin' butterflies, they protect your cool Man, it's all in your mind, or what you can see. Because every day is precious, time is a
4: Overlooked People with the dopest lines, They get
3: overlooked. Ah. You can never leave behind What got you through the struggle Or oh, what got you through the grind It's on the rise You're a store And I can feel it It's slowly coming back to the core Of good music Back when legends were spitting the shit was different It wasn't debates If the bars was actually written through the struggle or what got you through the grind it's on the rise you're a and i can feel it it's slowly coming back to the core of good music back when legends were spitting the shit was different it wasn't debates if the bars were actually written i'm gonna be creative super innovative i promise when i make it i will never leave the basics jay kirk and ruler why we always gonna provide the sounds you can't deny